And that's all we have to- Are you ready to face the facts? Yes. Then meet your illustrious host. The fat cat who sat on the mat. I slept in. Your illustrious host, Ben Volchard. Ben has a miniature sand grinder installed in his closet to keep his outfits looking sharp. Please, make him welcome. Yes, hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. It's great to be here, and I'd hate to be Greer. On tonight's show, we have a pumpkin recipe, plus facts about cats, fishing, and much, much more. And of course, yes, as you remember, we have tonight's prize question, which this week is, who is a period's favorite prime minister? Write in if you have the correct answer. But right now... Opening monologue. That's right, it's the... Opening monologue. Someone's shot someone in the United States of America again, in an effort to be the billionth person to shoot someone in the United States of America, as that person has been said to win a big prize of a thousand buffaloes and a big missile. Social networking website Facebook has launched a limited range of reaction images to add to the simple like button. These include the sad face, the shocked face, the geriatric face, the balloon, the monkey, and the Sasquatch doing a shit in the garden. The US president today expressed regret at not being able to make a screening of Ron Frick's experimental documentary epic, calling the situation a Barack Obama. And yes, now a brief glance through my illustrious factoscope reveals a fact. Which means that it's fact time. Yes, fact time. But first, a word from our sponsors. Fruit Bar Sandwiches. The latest delicacy from Comestible Implements Incorporated. I'm having one right now. And that's mm, a great, great piece of food. Mm. Don't worry, the bread has crumbs, but the toothbrush will get rid of them. Oh, what a genius solution. Toothbrush sandwiches. Get them now from Comestible Implements Incorporated. You're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, where right now it's time for the first portion of facts for the program. And the theme for the first portion of facts for the program is... Cats. Cats have no eyes. They use a complicated system of holograms to be able to see. The first known cars were actually cats. This all changed when people learned better orthography. The first known cabs were also cats. The first known cabbies were tabbies. If you microwave a cat, it turns into two cats. Please do not try this without written permission from your council representative, Steve. 
Lemmings were convinced to jump off cliffs by a group of rather vindictive spotted kittens. Cats don't shiver. And that was the first portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program. And now for the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program. And the theme for the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program is billboards. The first billboards were invented in 1276 to assist those with bad eyesight. Roughly ten years later, eyeglasses were invented, rendering billboards obsolete. Advertising on billboards was invented in 1287, just a year after the invention of eyeglasses. When billboards are put up for the first time, the builders must kiss them to wish them good luck. This is the law. Using them to put up insults is known as billboard baggings. And that was the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program. We have a caller on the line now. Hello there, you've called The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. What is it you'd like to say on air? Hi, I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions, if that's okay. Uh, sure, ask away. Firstly, do you or anyone in your family ever engage in high-risk activities such as bungee jumping, skydiving, club dancing, pickpocketing, bin licking, rabbits, enchiladas, rust licking, or being Galileo in the 17th century. No, not ever. Why do you ask? Okay, okay. And have you or anyone in your family had any history of heart disease, lung disease, liver disease, brain disease, clam disease, ankle disease, licking disease, parrot disease, checkers disease, Spots disease, alopecia disease, spider disease, Rambo disease, shin disease, or stomach disease? No, I don't believe so. What about gout? Well, not that I know of. Okay, okay. And I know everything. Haha. <laughs> okay, okay. And just one more question. Fire away! Do you or anyone in your family do the hard or soft drugs such as penicillin, horse manure, camembert rind, headphone strings, Paper books, keychains, hamburgers, stools, lamination, Wagner's ring cycle, crayons, chicken schnitzel, rabbits, enchiladas, or cooking oil. No, not at all. What about gout? Um, no. Well then, sir, I am pleased to say that you are eligible for our very own Golden Years Life Insurance Policy, providing insurance and assurance to you and your loved ones for- Are you serious right now? Yes, sir, perfectly serious. You are 100% eligible for the- You've called the Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. Please never call again. If you'd like to call, our number is- We'd love to hear from you, if you're not a salesperson. And yes, of course, do not forget about tonight's prize question. Who is a period's favourite Prime Minister? Right now, we have an answer here in from Gareth Baldy, who says, I don't know, but we get a new one about once a month. Aha, Gary, amusing, but incorrect. Maybe try with an answer next time. 
We've got some more facts now, but first, another word from our sponsors. This is mine. Now, it's mine. No, it's mine. Now, it's mine. No, it's mine. Now, it's mine. Are you sick of fighting over dildos? Well, why not get two dildos? Yes, that's right. Two dildos. Now you can have a dildo, and you can have a dildo. Two dildos. Now available at your local Two Dildos shop. Buy them now. You're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, where we have now come to the second portion of facts for the program. And the theme for the first portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program is... Fishing! The first time a fish was caught was accidental. They were actually hunting for seaweed. Have you ever caught a fish with more than one eye? Didn't think so. Fishing is so powerful that a fish's second eye falls off before it reaches the air. At least one in every 3,000 fisher people is allergic to fish, so they must go out dressed in full body suits. At least one in every 30,000 is also allergic to full body suits. Sorry to anyone going through that. An effective way to catch fish is to throw paperclips in the water and then use a magnet on your rod like in the kids' game with the magnets and the paperclips, only this is real fish. The best time to catch fish is in winter because they're already frozen and so they won't put up much of a struggle. And that was the first portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show. And now for the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show. And the theme for the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show is French postmodern philosophers. In 1987, French postmodern philosopher Jacques Derrida opened a lawsuit for defamation. He claims he was taken out of context. French postmodern philosopher Gilles Deleuze used to trim lizards as a hobby. The only French postmodern philosopher to have real eyelashes was Jean-Francois Lyotard. All the others used to buy theirs from Michel Foucault's brother. Jean Baudrillard's bike shorts are made out of simulacra. And that was the end of the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program and the end of the second portion of facts for the program. Just a message here from James Henry, who has said, I saw the cutest video just now, and my heart melted. Now I have a liquid heart unable to sustain the complex cardiovascular processes necessary to power a human body. Well, James, that's cute. Bloody cute. It's time now on The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation to introduce illustrious guest chef Jamie Olive Euler, who this week is giving us a recipe for pumpkin. Is that right? Yeah, Ben, that's right. Well, then here we go. Illustrious guest chef Jamie Olive Euler with a recipe for a pumpkin. 
Thanks, Ben. Yeah, so uh, this week we've got a recipe for you. I've got a recipe, a recipe for a pumpkin. Uh, it's pretty simple, really. Not too difficult, actually. Uh, let me run you through it. So, uh, step one you get a pumpkin. You can usually get these at your local grocery store or supermarket. Um, and that's basically it. You've got a pumpkin. That's my recipe for a pumpkin. Recommended with five tablespoons of olive oil. Jamie, you can't just leave it there. Give us another recipe. Uh, all right, well, um, that was a recipe for a pumpkin. Uh, now I'll give you my recipe for a rotten pumpkin. Um, so basically, you get the pumpkin. It's kind of an extension for the pumpkin recipe, actually. So step one, you've got the pumpkin. Well done. Uh, and then step two, you pretty much just leave it for a while. Step three, keep on not touching it. Just don't touch it. That's great. Yeah. Step four, pour a bit of olive oil on it. Not too much. Maybe just three bottles. Step five, leave the pumpkin a bit more. And after about three weeks, maybe two and a half, you have a rotten pumpkin. That's my recipe for a rotten pumpkin. Recommended with five tablespoons of olive oil. And that's about it. Ben, don't have any more recipes for pumpkins. And thank you very much to illustrious guest chef Jamie Olivoila for his pumpkin recipes. And now, another word from our sponsors. Hey kids, you want to try a bit of fun for the whole family? Well, why not try rabbits? Yes, rabbits, the exhilarating new animal from Earth. They run around, they eat everything, and they make lots of little bits of poop that you have to clean up all the time. So much fun. And what's more, if you put a rabbit next to another rabbit, you'll get a whole lot more rabbits. Isn't that just so much fun? Yes, it is. Rabbit, the exhilarating new animal from Earth. That's right. Get yours now. You're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And yes, of course, right now it's time for our illustrious musical interlude. This week we have another very rare record. In my travels, I managed to eavesdrop on none other than illustrious French-Polish classical composer from the Romantic period, Frédéric Chopin. The year was 1836, and Chopin was busy composing his 24 preludes, begun the year before and not to be completed for another three years. When I popped in, he was busy working on his fourth prelude in E minor. He didn't see me, so I hid beneath a table and recorded his tinkering and tingling. The recording we present tonight on The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, is what was one of Chopin's final playthroughs of this prelude. Particularly notable is the presence of Chopin's own lyrics over the top of the music, which have never been published or included in any score. So please enjoy Opus 28, number 4, Prelude in E minor, played by Chopin himself, and with words also sung by Chopin himself. Pay close attention to the truly touching lyrics, which have long since disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> 
Was quite good, I thought. I'll call it number four. Yes, that was our illustrious musical interlude for the week. Frederick Chopin playing and singing his prelude number four in E minor. Just a message in here now from Alison Looking Glass, who writes, I find the phrase rib tickling a bit creepy. I mean, who are you and why are you touching my bones? Well, Alison, as a matter of fact, it's great that you wrote in because it just so happens that we have here a very, very illustrious guest indeed. And it is Sir Shankroyd Ramslover, the man who tickles your and indeed everyone's ribs. Hopefully he will help uncover any mysteries you might have about rib tickling. Hello. Yes. My name is Shankroyd Ramslover. Sir Shankroyd Ramslover. I was knighted after I tickled the Queen's ribs in 1963. I've been tickling ribs for about 74 and a quarter years now. I started when I was in preparatory school. I found that it would stop the bullies, you know. They can't jolly well attack you or deride you if your fingers are inside their rib cage. So I began to tickle their ribs and found that once I got going, I simply could not stop. Soon after, I would stay out late on the streets, accosting passers-by and tickling their ribs. They would not see me, but they would feel something wriggling inside near their lungs. They would not know that it was me, Shankroyd Ramslover. But it was. It was me, Shankroyd Ramslover. I was tickling their ribs. 
Four months went along, and I kept tickling people's ribs on the streets of East Anglia. And then I was caught by the police. I did not have the correct rib-tickling permit. But they let me go once I called in the police chief and tickled his ribs. He liked that. He would visit me for as long as he lived, once a week, so that I would tickle his ribs. He would not trust anyone else. He only trusted me. Shankroyd Ramslover. And then word got out about the fact that I tickled ribs. How, I don't know. But it did. And so I became a star. I became a sensation, a phenomenon. Everybody was after me to tickle their ribs. It was a radical time. As I said, I even got to meet the Queen. I tickled the Queen's ribs. She knighted me immediately. At that stage in my career, I was on top of the world and beneath people's chests. But it was a frustrating and stifling life doing what I did. I was touching people's rib cages, but it felt like I myself was in a cage. I could not continue this life of ceding to people's constant demands for having their ribs tickled. So I retired from the public eye. I refused to do any more rib-tickling requests, and I began again to tickle people's ribs in the dark, once more lurking in the shadows of the world, getting right inside your chest bones, touching them. I'm satisfied once again. So... Thank you, Ben, of the Illustrious Fact Show, with you, my host, Ben Volchok, for having me on the Illustrious Fact Show, with you, my host, Ben Volchok. I hope I have elucidated your confusion. Thank you very much. I have been Shankroyd Ramslover. Yes, thank you, Sir Shankroyd Ramslover, world-famous rib tickler. Now you know who tickles your ribs, and perhaps you won't find the phrase so creepy anymore. And now it's time for another word from our sponsors. Are you in the mood for a pecan? Well, then come to us, the number one pecan company, for when you're in the mood for a pecan and you simply want the best. Yes, the number one pecan company, where we pecan and everyone else pecans. Yes, and you're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And it has come to that part of the show where we unleash the nihilistic powers of Alabaster Turquoise. Yes, it's Despondency Corner with Alabaster Turquoise, where we hear some of the bleaker things in life. Please go ahead, Alabaster. I've only got two sad things today. Number one. Accidentally dropping tasteless chewing gum onto your day-old sock because you dozed off for a minute in the last train home to Dulwich because you spent all evening jogging after a runt squirrel that scratched your pimply thigh as you sat on a mossy bench eating wispy crumbs of stale barbecue crisps out of a makeshift tinfoil satchel. And number two, 
a makeshift tinfoil satchel. Oh yeah, and I've got a third one. Tuna. Thank you, Alabaster. That was Despondency Corner with Alabaster Turquoise, where we hear some of the bleaker things in life. And we will hear some more of the bleaker things in life on Despondency Corner with Alabaster Turquoise next week on The Illustrious Factor with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And of course, yes, of course, yes, don't forget about this week's prize question, which is, who is a period's favourite Prime Minister? Another answer in here, this time from Henry and Both Hathways, who says, I don't know either, but it must be from Labour, because it's red. Ha ha ha! Ha 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 indeed, Henry Ann, but unfortunately, incorrect. Right now, though, it's time for... Viewer Letters. Yes, it's... Viewer Letters. And... Viewer Letters. Is the segment of the show where I read out some of the letters that have been sent in by you, the viewers, uh, listeners. This week, our... Viewer Letters. Have been sponsored by the Australian sun-based energy company that provides you with cash. Solid income. Solid income. Solid income. That's just fair. Our first letter from this week is from Dorian Spaulding, who writes, Dear Ben of the Illustrious Factor, with you my host Ben Volchok, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to my friend, the silhouette of Squealing Samson, half-mirage of the westerly winds, who visits daydreams and leaves bruised souls on the doorstep of your mind. Here's to many more years of furtive glimmering in the deepest shadows of fitful slumber. Dorian, let me join you in wishing a happy birthday to your friend and mine, the silhouette of Squealing Samson, or to give its proper name... The next letter on this week's program comes from Bitumen Zoroaster, who writes, Dear Ben of the Illustrious Facture, with you my host Ben Volchok. Ever since I've been a wee lad, the other kids would stay away from me. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't swear, I don't hold odious opinions, I try to be generous with my time and money, and I think I have a fun sense of humour. But even now, having grown up to become a wee adult, nobody wants anything to do with me. Just because I am made of 100% urine, I don't think I should be discriminated against. Even puddles of piss deserve to be treated with respect. Well, bitumen, I must agree. Despite how soaked this letter is, I think it's a crime that you, a fully grown piss, have so much hate thrown towards you. Best of luck to you in your life. And those are all the letters we have time for on tonight's episode of The Illustrious Facture with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. Right now, it's come to the time to present the third and final portion of facts for the illustrious factor with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And the theme for the first portion of the third and final portion of facts for the illustrious factor with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation is... Molasses. Molasses is just liquid malt. Malt is just non-liquid molasses. 
Molasses are most popular in Barbados, where they host a molasses festival in July. They are least popular in France, where they burn it every weeknight. It takes 13 years to isolate a single molasses. Every time you touch molasses, a bit of it infiltrates your DNA. As of December 2015, humans are roughly 0.9% molasses. Molasses can feel pain. And that was the first portion of the third portion of facts for the program. And the second portion of the third portion of facts for the program is all about... Doubt? The biggest doubter of all time was not doubting Thomas, but doubting Thomas's father, who doubted whether Thomas would ever amount to anything. The Agnostic Bible includes only one chapter, the Deuteronomy. Doubt was cancelled in the Middle Ages. During this time, people were a lot more sure of themselves, which is also why this period had so few scientific advancements. When in doubt, do as the doubters do. Which is doubt some more, I think. And that was the second portion of the third and final portion of facts for the program, which brings us to the end of all the portions of facts for the program. And right now we have another caller on the line. Hi there, you've called the illustrious fact show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. How are you? Great. 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 Oh, there's three of you. Yeah. yeah, there's three of us. And who are you? Well, we're the three musketeers. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet. No, we're not really the musketeers, Ben. It's just our name. Your name? Yes, you see, we're a barbershop trio. A barbershop trio? Barbershop, barbershop trio. trio. You mean a barbershop quartet? No, there's only three of us. Right. But then how do you sing? Oh, it's very easy. Shall we give a demonstration? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Please, I'd love to hear it. Bob-omp, 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 So who does the actual singing? What do you mean? Well, usually there's a fourth person doing lyrics on top. Look, Ben, we don't need a fourth person. We're a fully functioning barbershop trio and we don't need anyone else, alright? We're totally fine. Steve can go fuck himself. Who's Steve? Uh, nobody, alright? Steve is nobody. Right. Steve, come back, we need you. We haven't been the same since. Barry, shut up. Barry. Uh, Ben, I think we're gonna end the call now. Alright, well, goodbye to you three musketeers and... Come back, D'Artagnan. And good luck with your recording career. You called the illustrious fact show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. If you'd like to call, our number is... Hope to hear from you soon. And right now, we have another word from our sponsors. Insofar as the bullfrog leaps to its prey, no one animal can claim to truly leap. 
Once one animal sets eyes on the mighty bullfrog leaping to its prey, that animal suffers an inferiority trauma and belittles itself to the point of nihilism. Just wait, you think. The bullfrog will leap and miss, but the bullfrog never misses. And you sit there watching the bullfrog, also feeling uncomfortable and inferior, because you too are an animal. Yes, you. You are an animal. You cower at the mighty bullfrog leaping to its prey. No animal is safe, not even you. You are an animal. Nihilism belittling. Both are a hand's hand away. And just wait, you think. But you wait, you think, and you don't get better. But the bullfrog keeps jumping, keeps leaping to its prey, and keeps leaping. You are its prey. And it keeps leaping, leaping, always leaping, always and forever. Bye-bye, Bullfrog. You are its prey. Bullfrogs available now. You like the reptile land. Uh, only lost stocks last. Um, river, river, bloody fucking croak. You're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And right now on The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, we present a brand new segment, Top Tips with Castellano Thimblestocking. Top Tips for Tip Tops. Go ahead, Castellano. Hi, Ben. Great to be here. Um, for my first segment, uh... I thought I'd give some top tips to get you through the rest of summer. Um, bit late, I know, but uh, better late than never. <laughs> um, anyway, here they are. Eight top tips to get you through the rest of summer. Number one, wrap orange peels around a stove to infuse your house with that sweet summery smell. Number two, pronounce the word doing to rhyme with boing. So, doing. <laughs> Uh, number three, ask a dog how their tails work. Be amazed at the response. Number four, try to push a pomegranate. Number five, breathe to the left as it is cooler there. Number six, balustrades make for a cheap gift. Number seven, tie a bow in your hair and garnish it with minced pepper to ward off blowflies and mosquitoes and other unwanted critters, but not moths. Number eight, jam. Um, and that's my top tips to get you through the rest of summer. Thanks for having me, Ben, and I'll see you next week. Um, stay cool. <laughs> ah, thanks for those. So refreshing. And we'll have more top tips with Castellano Thimblestocking next week. But right now, it is time to reveal the winning answer to tonight's prize question. And the winning answer this week has been submitted by Lucifer Jumbo Jiggle. Lucifer has answered the question, who is a period's favourite Prime Minister, with the correct answer, Robert Menzies. Well done, Lucifer. Your prize this week is one pumpkin, which you can use to create any recipe you like. And that's all we have time for on tonight's episode of The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. It's been illuminating for us, and we hope it has been illuminating for you. Tonight's thought of the day is, good artists borrow, great artists steal, lucky artists get paid so they don't have to do either. 
Tune in again next week for another episode of The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And remember, may you all be illustrious. The Illustrious Fact Show was devised, written, and performed by Ben Volchok. Keep up to date on Facebook.com slash Illustrious Facts and tune in next week on Friday at 8pm on Sin Nation. Sin Nation.